You've heard me talk about vital nutrients. They've developed BCQ, a powerful herbal and proteolytic formula that supports a healthy inflammatory response. The nutrients in this distinctive formula also support gastrointestinal function and help maintain healthy connective tissue. BCQ combines boswellia and curcumin with quercetin, a potent flavonoid, and bromelain, a proteolytic enzyme for a healthy inflammatory response in joints, sinus, and the digestive tract. For more information and to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co. Vital Nutrients has been known for nearly 30 years for their clean and innovative formulations, utilizing peer-reviewed research, bioavailable, and bioactive ingredients in therapeutic doses. I take them and use them in my practice. Just go to vitalnutrients.co and check them out. You're listening to an encore broadcast, the best of intelligent medicine, with me, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and a very happy new year. I hope that you'll join us on our ride through 2023 because we got lots of stuff to share with you. We've got uh, some great podcasts lined up. Plus, uh, we'll be joining you on weekends for our weekend program. Our number, 877-726-8255. You can come directly into the doctor's office and pose a question or share a comment as long as it's related to our subject, which is intelligent medicine, the best of high-tech medicine, the best of natural therapies. Uh, we're going to shake off the cobwebs because uh, we've been off for the holidays for a little bit. But uh, a lot of news has accumulated since then. Uh, in particular, uh, the DeMar Hamlin story, which we're going to cover in depth for you momentarily. Also, uh, the advent of new weight loss drugs and a pioneering Alzheimer's drug. Well, what's the real deal on those? Uh, it's kind of interesting because um, we, uh, baby boomers, we often speculated, would there ever be in our lifetimes a cure for baldness uh, or uh, a uh, contact with an alien civilization? Well, so far, no dice, but it appears that we're on the threshold of coming up with more effective therapies for obesity and potentially for Alzheimer's disease, although there's some there's some asterisks there because, well, some of the drug side effects are pretty dire. 877-726-8255. All right, I guess uh, you all have been following intently the story of DeMar Hamlin, the Buffalo uh, uh, safety who uh, collided with a guy he was going to tackle, uh, but the onrushing uh, Cincinnati Bengals guy hit him full on in the chest, and he got up, and then he fell back lifelessly, and at first it was thought, well, you know, he got knocked out, okay? But no, it wasn't just a fading episode. It was cardiac arrest. And so, you know, let's take a look at uh, that situation because uh, cardiac arrest 
is something that is far more likely to occur to someone in the stands. And it usually occurs in people who have risk factors, not healthy 24-year-old athletes. Uh, older individuals uh, develop cardiac arrhythmias. By the way, different than a, than a heart attack, because a heart attack is a problem with circulation. The blood doesn't get to the heart. But uh, cardiac arrest occurs when there's an arrhythmia. And uh, the heart is sort of just tremulous instead of beating with steady rhythms to pump blood. And very quickly... The result is ischemia. Ischemia means there's not enough blood that gets to the brain and you pass out. And then your brain cells die. They're among the first cells to die. But then uh, your other organs die and you're dead. In effect, this is sudden death. We're going to take a look at this uh, from the standpoint of is this related to the vaccine? As a lot of people have claimed, they've sort of appropriated uh, this tragedy uh, to support their view that uh, the vaccine is harmful. It, it, we're going to take an objective look at that because uh, there is some concern that vaccination among young men poses a high risk of myocarditis, which is inflammation of the heart. And uh, there's actually some very interesting uh, uh, literature here in the science in the science realm that suggests that a history of myocarditis makes you more likely to experience a cardiac arrhythmia or even an episode of sudden death on the playing field. Uh, but first, uh, let's take a look at what's happening to uh, DeMar, because uh, fortunately, uh, he, the latest dispatches from the medical folks at the hospital in Cincinnati are that he is waking up, he is extubated, he's no longer on supportive oxygen, or maybe he's getting oxygen through a nasal cannula or through, uh, through you know, just through a mouthpiece. Uh, but uh, he's communicating, uh, he's uh, talking to his team. The first thing he said on waking up was, who won? which suggests a lot of cognitive reserve, which is great. And he's passing uh, his neurological tests, and they say that his prognosis for full recovery uh, is good. But uh, what do you do when someone has uh, cardiac arrest? What are some of the elements that go into survival when you have cardiac arrest? And the first is prompt CPR. Because you have to restore circulation, even if it's artificial circulation. You pump the chest, and that forces blood to the brain and to the extremities. And the first thing you have to do is recognize that this is cardiac arrest. You have to check the person and see if they have a pulse. And usually, you know, I've been in situations like this. There's kind of a mad scramble, like, did the person faint? Do they have a pulse? And then everybody's so excited that it takes a while to figure out that the person doesn't have a pulse. You know, you check the wrist, you check the neck arteries, and uh, it may take uh, a few crucial seconds to figure out that this is actually cardiac arrest. And it's such an unusual circumstance on the playing field that this is not a, a routine drill. So it's commendable that the medical folks on the sidelines rushed out and were able to ascertain that this guy needed CPR. Now, the other thing you need when you have a cardiac arrest out of hospital is you need an AED, an automated uh, defibrillator, uh, because you can shock the heart into normal rhythm. And it's not clear how long it took before they were able to restore rhythm 
to DeMar's heart. They say they did it on the field shortly before he was piloted with an ambulance. Uh, but that means that there were critical minutes when he was just getting uh, CPR, just com- chest compressions, pushing blood, hopefully, into his brain. Uh, and then he had a second cardiac arrest, which is not uncommon because it's hard to stabilize the heart rhythm with an external shock. And he required more resuscitation. And so what are the things that are crucial uh, for survival? Uh, what do they do in hospital? Well, one of the things that happens when you have a cardiac arrest is your brain swells. And that can be very, very dangerous because it can damage the brain. The pressure from the skull, which doesn't permit the brain to exit or go anywhere, uh, can damage crucial structures within the brain. So one of the first things they do is administer steroids uh, intravenously. And that's surely something that they did with Tamar. And I'd like to get a complete rundown of some of the measures that they took with him because there are a variety of things that have been proposed to uh, enhance survival. And maybe they pulled out some of the stops with him. They certainly went full court press with him because, you know, it's not an end of life situation as sometimes it is. You know, the heart stops and a person with an underlying serious disease like cancer, uh, it's an act of futility to resuscitate them because they may have a very limited life expectancy. Not the case with DeMar. So um, one of the things that, uh, you know, I did a little deep dive on this uh, subject. And uh, one of the things that, happens is there are two ways that you get damaged. One is ischemia, which means lack of blood circulation, lack of oxygen. But even worse is the damage that occurs when oxygen is restored. That's called reperfusion injury. And reperfusion injury occurs when blood with oxygen and sometimes externally administered oxygen rushes back into the damaged tissue and the metabolites that accumulate when there's a stroke or cardiac arrest, when circulation is restored, there's a lot of damage that occurs. And it's free radical damage. It's oxidative stress because the oxygen that's carried by the blood can damage the cells. And that's one of the real dilemmas in medicine is how do you prevent reperfusion in this, uh, injury? Uh, we'll talk about that in just a moment because... There's some very interesting ways to prevent that, including the use of antioxidant vitamins, even cannabidiol. Yeah, according to research. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. Now more than ever, it is important to have a healthy immune system. Many health professionals agree that probiotics are a leading natural therapy for boosting immune health. Why? Because 70% of your body's immune cells reside in the GI tract. By taking a superior probiotic daily, like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics with their postbiotic metabolites, you can enhance your overall immune system and immune response. For additional immune support, get RegActive's immune formula to boost your glutathione levels, since our glutathione levels go down if we feel stressed. Maintaining glutathione levels is a key factor for natural defense. For a short-term immune boost, try Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus, which provides probiotic and immune support and includes Brazilian green propolis for superior antioxidant support and vitamin E, astaxanthin, and flax oil. Be proactive about your immune health. Ask your retailer today about Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, RegActive Immune Formula, and Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus today. 
also available online. You've heard me talk about my preferred fish oil brand, Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions, including an innovative, high-performance vegan omega option. But Vital Nutrients innovations don't end there. They've also developed BCQ, a powerful herbal and proteolytic formula that supports a healthy inflammatory response. The nutrients in this distinctive formula also support gastrointestinal function and help maintain healthy connective tissue. BCQ combines Boswellia and curcumin with quercetin, a potent flavonoid, and bromelain, a proteolytic enzyme for a healthy inflammatory response in joints, sinus, and the digestive tract. For more information to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co. Vital Nutrients has been known for nearly 30 years for their clean and innovative formulations, utilizing peer-reviewed research, bioavailable, and bioactive ingredients in therapeutic doses. I take them and use them in my practice. Just go to vitalnutrients.co and check them out. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255, our number, as we continue to discuss the DeMar Hamlin uh, remarkable recovery. We wish him well. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, what some of the possible sequelae are to an episode like this, because uh, there's a lot of shades of gray between dying and complete and perfect recovery. Uh, but uh, what do you do when this happens? When What are some of the things that uh, are done in hospital to preserve brain function during the critical time that... Um, someone is recovering from cardiac arrest. Well, among the things that uh, are done, yeah, steroids for sure. Yeah, uh, intubate the patient, sedate the patient, because actually some studies have shown that uh, anesthetics kind of calm the brain uh, so that recovery and healing can happen. Also, even therapeutic hypothermia has been shown to be helpful, cooling the body putting it into a little bit of a metabolic deep freeze so that things slow down. Uh, inhaled nitric oxide. The nitric oxide connection uh, promotes circulation. Uh, also inhaled hydrogen-rich mixes because hydrogen is a potent antioxidant. What about uh, supplemental antioxidants? There's a very interesting review here. Uh, that uh, suggests that uh, scientists are investigating the role that vitamin C plays in ischemia reperfusion injury. In a growing number of clinical and preclinical studies, the overwhelming oxidative stress that occurs during the uh, ischemia reperfusion injury process can rapidly deplete the body's vitamin C stores because of tremendous cellular consumption. The body goes into overdrive, needing more antioxidants. Levels of vitamin C in the plasma are dramatically reduced, not just following cardiac arrest, but also many patients with other critical illnesses. So they even mention melatonin, a natural sedative. It's a potent antioxidant. And in studies... It's been shown to prevent slowed vascular decompensation and the energetic breakdown related to inflammation and ischemia reperfusion injury. Uh, there's reference to cannabinoids. Yeah, because they may have anti-inflammatory uh, effects. And so uh, what about the theory that... Uh, this has something to do with the vaccine. Uh, you know, a lot of people have been piling on and saying that uh, the vaccine caused this because, look, there have been deaths 
in especially young men uh, that occur uh, soon after the vaccine. And there's a lot of reported cases of myocarditis. Uh, usually it's mild, usually it's transient, but it can result in damage to the heart and scarring. COVID, too, can cause this, by the way. So a lot, you know, vast majority of us have experienced COVID. Some young men have experienced COVID. Uh, in some studies, uh, using exquisitely sensitive uh, MRI techniques, looking at the heart, not just with a regular scan or an EKG, but uh, very, very subtle traces of uh, myocardial inflammation injury, myocarditis, have been seen on these MRIs. And um, I have here uh, a case report of two individuals who died in contact sports. The sports in question were rugby from the European Heart Journal 2021. Sudden cardiac death risk in contact sports increased by myocarditis. And uh, the thought is, uh, according to these folks, they say we need to really screen uh, amateur and professional athletes, uh, not just with an EKG. An EKG will you know, show profound damage, but you need a cardiac MRI to reveal the damage and then certain precautions should be undertaken to make sure that these uh, uh, arrhythmia prone individuals uh, are safe uh, and here's another one uh, is sickle cell anemia occurs in a small percentage especially of African Americans but a fairly high percentage significant single digit percentage of African-Americans carry one gene for sickle cell. And that one gene can predispose to uh, even sudden death on the playing field. But coupled with an injury, maybe just maybe, this could be a precipitating factor. So we really need to do a deep dive. They say that uh, there's no evidence that DeMar Hamlin suffered from myocarditis, but maybe just maybe they didn't do a careful enough testing with a cardiac MRI to see if that damage had occurred. In the aftermath of cardiac sudden death, it might be hard to ascertain if previously he had a clean bill when it comes to cardiac health. So uh, a little... Tip of the hat to the conspiracy theorists. That is a plausible scenario. 877-726-8255, or number. You've heard me talk about Vital Nutrients. They've developed BCQ, a powerful herbal and proteolytic formula that supports a healthy inflammatory response. The nutrients in this distinctive formula also support gastrointestinal function and help maintain healthy connective tissue. BCQ combines boswellia and curcumin with quercetin a potent flavonoid, and bromelain, a proteolytic enzyme for a healthy inflammatory response in joints, sinus, and the digestive tract. For more information and order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co. If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain function, heart health, and full body performance. But you'd have to eat five or more ordinary bars a day to get those benefits. Flava Naturals chocolate, cocoa powder, and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of a typical dark chocolate bar. I use it every day. For more information and order, just go to FlavaNaturals.com. That's FlavaNaturals.com. 
Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. Our number 877-726-8255. And uh, that number avails you the opportunity to record a question, even if you can't call while we're live on the air. So let's hear one of those recorded calls that we got over the holidays. Hi, this is Roz from Brooklyn. I have uh, pains in my gum. My dentist said it's from sinuses. What do I do or what do I take to stop it? Because it goes from my gum and like into my cheek a little. Okay, yeah, that's really an interesting scenario because uh, you know a similar thing happened to me. Oh, it must have been about twenty-five years ago. Is uh, yeah, it was around uh, holiday time, and uh, I started to experience pain in my uh, upper gums, my upper gums, and I have a friend who's a dentist. And I called him up and I said, you know, I think I need to see you. Uh, let me tell you what's going on. And he said, uh, well, uh, why don't you just press on the side of your nose, on the same side where you're experiencing this gum pain that you describe? And uh, he asked, is it tender? And I said, yeah, it is. And he said, that's not a tooth problem. That's a sinus problem. And I informed him that indeed I did have uh, a cold and that uh, it was slowly resolving. And I had a lot of gunk in my uh, nasal passages. And he said, you, you, have a, you have sinusitis. And that's how the pain radiates sometimes to what feels like uh, your upper Gums. They're not going to be your lower gums. That's not going to be sinusitis. But your upper gums are a place where you might experience uh, discomfort. So what can you do? Well, probably the best recourse is to see an ENT, an ear, nose, and throat doctor, because uh, these are the doctors who deal with sinusitis. Now, unfortunately, the repertoire is limited to antibiotics, uh, steroids, and decongestants. And just to relieve the problem, they might give you those. But for people who have chronic sinusitis, that is often a losing proposition because, you know, you just keep taking more and more. You're, uh, the bugs become resistant to the antibiotics. Sometimes you develop a fungal infection in your nasal passage and it becomes chronic. Sometimes they want to operate because they say you have a deviated septum. But, uh, in my experience, you know, better ways to go, uh, look at your diet because your diet could be causing you to have nasal congestion. You know, you could be allergic to a food, you know, particularly dairy, but other foods could cause chronic nasal congestion. Uh, you could use clear XLEAR nasal spray regularly. That'll clear up your sinuses. Uh, for pain, you could use, uh, proteolytic enzymes like, uh, bromelain, uh, and uh, these can be helpful. Uh, one of the uh, products that I like to use for sinusitis in my patients is Wobenzyme, which is a combination of bromelain and proteolytic enzymes that kind of gets to the sinuses and reduces uh, swelling, shrinks the membranes, takes the pressure down. Uh, that can be helpful over time. Uh, these are some of the strategies to deal with the discomfort. But the good news is you don't need a tooth pulled. You don't need a root canal. Uh, it's going to go away. 877-726-8255, our number. You know, the Tamar Hamlin story, you know, we're talking a little bit about uh, the aftermath of events like his, because in effect, he died. It was, it was an episode of sudden death. And the recovery from that is sometimes uh, rocky. 
and challenging. So we'll talk a little bit about uh, what obstacles he might encounter on his road to recovery. But uh, here's an item that suggests that omega-3 fatty acids, EPA and DHA, have a beneficial effect on ischemia reperfusion injury. Uh, so the research done in animals, uh, they used Wistar rats, uh, and then they experimentally induced these types of injuries. And they found that rats that had been preconditioned with fish oil uh, had a better recovery. This has actually been demonstrated in uh, patients who are on heart-lung machines, because one of the issues is, you know, they take you offline, in effect, uh, during cardiac surgery, and then they start the circulation again, and there's a risk of reperfusion injury. And so, you know, in some studies, it's been suggested that if you are, you know, you can't do this, I mean, it's the aftermath, you know, in the hospital, they don't give you fish oil, that's not going to cut it. But to have your tissues saturated with omega-3s prior to episodes like that increases your chance of survival. And apropos of that, as a listener to Intelligent Medicine, you know that fish oil provides the vital omega-3 ZPA and DHA that supports your cardiovascular, brain, nerve, vision, immune system, joint, and skin health, as well as your inflammatory balance. Well, my preferred fish oil brand is Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions, including soft gels, liquid, and enteric-coated options in a variety of potencies. Vital Nutrients even offers a high-performance and nutrient-dense vegan omega supplement option for our vegetarian friends. Vital Nutrients line of ultra-pure omega-3 solutions are held to the most rigorous quality standards in the industry, which ensures maximum freshness, purity, and potency. I use Vital Nutrients products myself, and I recommend them to my patients. For more information and to order, call 888 888- 328-9992. That's 888-328-9992. Or go to vitalnutrients.co. That's not .com. Vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co for the Vital Nutrients line of ultra-pure omega-3 solutions. Okay, so let's look at an interesting article entitled Consequences of Survival After Cardiac Arrest. We're cheered by the very, very uh, exciting recovery of uh, DeMar after his uh, devastating episode on the field where literally, you know, he could have he could have died right on the spot. And I was just terrified at that prospect that would have been one of the first recorded fatalities in professional football. Just, just a terrible, terrible thing for, for him and his family and his team and for the sport of football. So we're cheered by his recovery, but there's some obstacles to overcome. Uh, first, let's note that most people who experience cardiac arrest do not survive. And especially if it occurs out of hospital, when it occurs in the hospital, you got a team of experts who could rush with the you know latest equipment and procedures and resuscitate you. But outside the hospital, it depends on quick response, uh, CPR, and the presence of an automatic defibrillator. That could make the crucial difference. And then rapid, rapid dispatch to a hospital. And often ambulances uh, don't arrive on time and people die. But, uh, 
among the people who do survive, there's a risk of neurologic dysfunction, brain injury, disorders of consciousness, neurocognitive deficits, changes in quality of life, as well as physical and psychological well-being. Uh, so uh, the, uh, the issue is that uh, parts of the brain can die or be damaged. Just listen to stroke. And so you can have uh, impairment in speech, uh, memory loss, movement problems, uh, like inability to move one side of your body. Uh, and also you can have more subtle cognitive impairments, including difficulties with attention, concentration, uh, or visual motor skills. So what is uh, a concern is, is whether uh, uh, DeMar will be able to return to football. You know, I think when he goes out on the field, if that ever happens, there's going to be just tremendous excitement uh, that he experienced such a complete survival. Uh, and the odds are, are with him as a young man and with a lot of neuroplasticity in his brain uh, because of his youth. There's a possible true possibility of retraining the brain through uh, uh, a slow process of rehabilitation, just like stroke rehabilitation. You know, people have had strokes. They can recover function, but, it, you know, they need speech therapy. They need uh, occupational therapy. They need physical therapy uh, to, in effect, rewire their brains and bypass parts of the brain that have been damaged. Uh, but uh, there's also the issue of the psychological outcomes of cardiac arrest survival, because they say many people struggle with negative emotional repercussions during their recovery and long afterwards. So it's, it, first of all, it's discouraging to, you know, as a young athlete to feel that you're limited, that you can't get out there and just put on your uniform and, you know, go uh, join the team for the playoffs. That is not a likely scenario. It may take a while. Uh, and that can have, take a psychological toll. But there's also studies that reveal that 40 to 50% of survivors report symptoms of depression. More than a quarter experience PTSD because guess what? You just died. That you, is there a more PTSD inducing experience than a near death experience? Uh, 61% experience anxiety, understandably. But here's an interesting paradox. The researchers say that a smaller but important subset of cardiac arrest survivors emerge from the experience with increased psychological resilience, i.e. what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And they view it as a positive event in their lives. And sometimes they have a, a, you know, a spiritual experience. You talk to these people who've had what are called NDEs, near-death experiences, and they have sometimes spiritual experiences. They see, they approach the white light. They sometimes see family members. They recall in a rush the events of their lives. And it's a profound psychological experience, like a religious trip of sorts. And uh, so hopefully uh, that'll be the perspective that is gained by uh, DeMar after his uh, catastrophic injury. And we hope for a full physical and mental recovery. Uh, but there may be some challenges along the way that uh, will take time 
to ascertain if he can surmount. 877-726-8255, our number. We'd like you to join us. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom-targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait. We wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R dot com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Welcome back to Television Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. Uh, 2023 has ushered in uh, some breakthrough new obesity drugs. We'll cover those next hour. But uh, it has also ushered in the prospect of a treatment for Alzheimer's disease, basically an incurable condition uh, for which uh, you could do nothing. So let's take a look at what's on tap in Alzheimer's prevention. Uh, This just in, literally today, uh, Isai, a Japanese company, and Biogen get U.S. FDA approval for Alzheimer's drug, and they're now applying for full approval. Uh, The drug in question is uh, is called Le, let's see, <laughs> lecanemab, uh, lecanemab, and uh, it comes in the wake of a drug that was highly controversial, Aduhelm, which uh, achieved approval last year, but actually against a considerable number of panelists on the approval committee, because what they said is that the results are kind of weak in terms of prevention of Alzheimer's disease, and the drug had a lot of side effects. Uh, These drugs are uh, drugs that are designed to clear amyloid from the brain. And 
It appears that amyloid gets deposited in the brain of people with Alzheimer's disease, but is it the cause of Alzheimer's or is it a consequence of Alzheimer's? It's not clear. So uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, if you uh, call the fire department and you put out the fire, does that mean that uh, the structure will not be damaged? Or is it possible that in the act of putting out the fire, you know, with all that water, you might create more additional damage? So Agihelm also comes with a very hefty price tag. And so there was a lot of controversy about Agihelm, which is the first uh, amyloid-busting drug for Alzheimer's. Uh, Lecanemab uh, will probably be approved. And I think there's just a lot of pressure from the Alzheimer's community. Uh, there's just so many people with Alzheimer's. Uh, the doctors and the researchers and the patient advocates, the patients themselves, uh, are just crying out for something to be available to slow the progression of Alzheimer's disease. In the clinical trials, it slowed cognitive decline by 27%. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot. Uh, when you think about the fact that ultimately everybody progressed to Alzheimer's, right? But it slowed it. Okay. That's good, but it's not a cure. Uh, but also 14% of the patients had brain swelling. And also there was a high incidence of brain bleeds, which means that, you know, a lot of people with Alzheimer's, uh, they're on blood thinners because they have things like atrial fibrillation or the history of blood clots, uh, or strokes. And so you can't take uh, this new medication when you're on a blood thinner. So that limits it. Another thing that limits it is to qualify. First of all, you have to be in the early phases of Alzheimer's. So it's hard to diagnose that, you know, just in the very early phases, maybe some mild memory problems. Uh, and you also need special scans, uh, which have to be performed uh, to detect the presence of amyloid in the brain. So not everybody who has some memory problems or cognitive decline, it's not like, you know, it's like a vitamin, you know, you say, well, I'm thinking of some memory problems, so I'll go to the health food store and I'll take like some kind of cognitive enhancer. No, this is a very uh, potentially dangerous drug, uh, hard to get qualified for, plus, plus the drug would launch with an annual price tag of $26,500. And... Uh, it's unclear whether it's going to be approved by Medicare because there are now, uh, they say that uh, the number of U.S. patients eligible for the drug would reach around 100,000 within three years. Do the math on that. The burden on Medicare, which is going to founder uh, within a decade or two, would just sink under the vast expenses of providing treatment and drugs to an aging population. Um it's unclear whether this is going to be approved, although there's going to be a lot of pressure for it to be approved. So, uh, you know, is this uh, a panacea? Uh, that is uh, unclear. Uh, another thing that uh, was underway, uh, a intranasal COVID-19 vaccine. There's actually uh, over, uh, I think, over 20 different uh, uh, intranasal COVID-19 vaccines that are on the drawing boards, uh, including one in China that has actually been authorized, but they're having a lot of trouble controlling COVID over there. Uh, the idea is that if you can prevent 
COVID at the site of entry to the body. See, right now, you can't prevent yourself from getting COVID with the vaccine, but it will sort of reduce the burden of it. But block it at the nose, maybe that's the solution. Theoretically, that makes sense. But unfortunately, in a clinical trial, a team at Oxford University demonstrated that uh, the U.S. version of an intranasal COVID-19 vaccine failed to induce mucosal immunity and really didn't do the job. I mean, in principle, it makes sense. Put it up your nose and then you won't get COVID. But the vaccine failed to induce strong mucosal antibody responses. People ended up getting COVID anyway. 877-726-8255 or number, and this is Intelligent Medicine.